All right, you guys, we are so excited today. We have on Ashley Gorecki, who is a fellow wardrobe stylist on the podcast. Woohoo! Hello. Thank you guys so much for having me. I've listened and I've loved it. So I'm excited to be on it. Yay. Sorry, I sound a little nasally. I'm just getting over COVID. <laughs> oh God, bless you. We were just talking about that off, um, off mic and yeah, I'm feel like I'm dodging it left and right. I honestly thought I was going to dodge it and then I didn't. And, um, now I'm, uh, I'm past my 10 days, but I'm really happy because it wasn't that bad. I was just really, really fatigued and like nasally, but it was fine. But it wasn't that bad because you're vaccinated, right? Yep. Vaccinated. And I got boosted. So I was actually really happy because I hadn't gotten boosted and then I did. So thank yeah. God. But everyone vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Mariah has been sick, not with COVID surprisingly for like feels like three weeks now yeah I'm like still sick like I don't even know what it is I feel like it just keeps coming back so I don't know know. I feel like I'm gonna have this nasally nose for like a month even though I'm not I don't have COVID anymore (laughs) I know and then people look at you like oh my gosh do you have COVID I'm like no I don't I'm just like I'm gonna get my eyebrows done for this and they're gonna be like do you have COVID I'm like I have it but don't worry I'm fine (laughs) yeah Yeah, you're probably like the most safe person to be around now yeah where should I go (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right well we're just gonna get right into it we want to get to know more about you we wanted to bring Ashley on because she's a fellow stylist but she works in a little bit of a different avenue than we do um so just to kind of get that contrast but I feel like we should start just getting to know you so like where'd you grow up your family life etc give it give it all um, so I grew up in La Habra, California, um, and I like went to elementary school at St. Gregory the Great. I almost said high school, St. Gregory the Great elementary school. I went to private school for 12 years of my life. Um, and then I went to St. Paul high school and then I went to FITM, the fashion industry of design and merchandising in downtown LA. Um, I did my AA in visual communications and, I was already working at the time and my dad was like, you could either, cause like work wouldn't hire me full time unless I was like done with school. And I'm actually really gl- grateful that my dad said this. My dad was like, you need a bachelor's. Like don't ever think that like, oh, I'm done. I'm fine. So I ended up going back to their bachelor program and I got, I did two more years there. And so I did total four years there. Um, my family life, they are my whole world. I love them. Um, my parents are legit my best friends. I mean, we argue and stuff, but I love them so much. Like, I don't think I would be where I am today if it wasn't for them pushing me. Um, my dad was not supportive of the fashion world. And then I took him on a tour to the fit up to fit him. And to this day, he still has like a fit him dad shirt, like the fit him dad sticker on his car, like tell all his friends about my sister and I, like I have a twin sister. So she does the same thing. She's a stylist too. So he, my parents are just amazing. My mom always pushed me to, to do things, even though I didn't want to do them. Um, and so I wouldn't be here if I wasn't for them. And yeah. I have an older brother. <laughs> so your, your dad was apprehensive about the fashion industry and oh, both he was his like, daughters were like, yeah, into it. <laughs> like, you're not going to a college that's a trade college. You're going to a real college. I literally could to this day. I still remember I was in the shower bawling my eyes out. Like I just I could just see myself at Fitum and I was like, I just want to be at Fitum. And my brother was like, why don't you just like trap them and take them on a tour there and just see what happens? And he's like, What's he gonna do? And I was like, All right. So I literally like 
made an appointment, got a tour and took them. And my dad was very like, all right. Like he, he loves this so much. He was like, whatever, it's just a tour. But then this is the thing I tell people. He said to me, he loved it. He's like, you can go here. I love it. It's a great school. It's like, the only thing is, is that, um, you have to pay for your own schooling. And I was like 18, like, are you kidding me? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but it's expensive too. It is very expensive. It's got even more expensive, but it's fine. I've been like grateful enough to like be able to balance that. But it's just like, I was like 18, like, sure. I'm going to do four years of a very expensive school and pay for it myself. Oh my gosh. That's insane. Did <laughs> yeah. you and your sister always want to style? Like, was that your dream growing up? Yeah. So when we were seven, um, we still have the book. We got like a little photo album that I think my mom gave to us. And we would cut out pictures of like outfits from magazines. And we would literally make outfits and then put them together and put like summer trends or like winter trends. And it would be like an album of just a bunch of like photos of outfits together. And then we would watch. So like, I think we're all around the same age. I don't remember what year it came out, but like the Rachel Zoe show. I remember like my mom would be like, you're going to work there one day. You're going to work for her one day. And I was, I only looked at her like, you are crazy. Like we're little girls from the Habra. Like are, you're, you're joking. Right. Um, and we actually did end up working for her. Like um, when we were in college for like six months, we interned at her studio or nine months. It's very interesting. Very good learning experience. Very interesting. <laughs> uh, we can get to that later. Um, but um, yeah, we always knew my mom every Saturday would like take us shopping and we'd spend like seven hours there shopping. So it was always in us. And like, when we were little girls, we would like dress up so much. Like I'll never forget we were going to my brother's um, football game. I think we were like eight or nine at the time. And I asked my uncle, is it too much if I wear a fur coat to a high school football game? He's like, honey, fashion first. Uh, and that's my license plates, fashion first. Um, but yeah, I never been a, my friends always like hate, cause like our friends aren't in fashion. So they hate going out with us because they'll be like, oh, so what do you rank tonight? I'm like, oh, something casual. And it's like, not casual. <laughs> what the heck? You said casual. I'm like, this is my casual. Yeah, you're like, it's so, casual yeah, to I mean, me. You guys probably get it. It's like one staple piece. And they're like, well, that's too dressed up. But, also, um, yeah. Um, Ashley and her twin are both very short. So like they're like to go out, like you're in a heel, which just like elevates every look. But now they're like just the same height as everybody else. So a heel is almost like needed to go out, right? Yeah, I'm 4'11 and she's 4'8. Wait, stop. I thought I was five foot since I was 18 because I don't go to the doctors <laughs> that much. And I went to the doctors four years ago and the ladies like, they probably were like measuring your height with your shoes on. You're 4'11. And I was like- <laughs> what my sister's like basically a legal midget <laughs> oh my gosh so uh yeah we're really short our like our best best friends we were in high school she's like so much taller than us she hates taking out with us she's like I swear that our other friend we have like four of us she's even shorter than my sister so she's like you guys are midgets and I feel like a giant <laughs> it's awesome dating because I'm like no one's ever shorter we taller than me or oh yeah no they were shorter than me <laughs> so do you don't go for like six foot guys or do you? I've dated two guys that were like six foot and I felt like I was like their baby. Like <laughs> legit. I felt like I was like, come here, pick me up. I love short boys. I always that's my thing. Because yeah, like, I mean they're like short, they're basically like a giant to me. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone has to date the short boys, so like you take them. <laughs> Janelle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, Sidetrack. Going, going back to 
going back to styling, um, how did you get like your foot in the door? Like after college, you said you started working for Rachel Zoe. Is that kind of your first, um, like taste of the industry? I know it's actually like a crazy story. So way sister and I were like nine months out of college. We were going to fit them. And my aunt went to like a random wedding of a girl she went to high school with. And this, she was talking to this lady and this lady's like, oh yeah, I'm a wardrobe stylist. Like da, da, da. And she's like, my two nieces, um, she's not my aunt. She's my cousin. She gets that when I say that. She was like, my two nieces, like go to fit them. They just started there. And like, you know, like they really interested in the industry. And she was like, why don't you just give me their phone numbers? Like I need interns. So like nine months out of high school, we started interning with this girl we had no idea who she was. She told us to meet her at Starbucks on Wilshire. Uh, I forgot what the street was, Wilshire and something. And then she took us and it was E! News. And like, literally, I remember being like, because I was like the biggest fan of E! News growing up. Like, go to we, school, Yeah, we all were. Home. Like, literally, like, sit in front of the TV, TRL and E! News. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember being like, what the heck? Like, I had to play it cool because I was like, oh, I can't act like I'm just like little girl. It's excited. And yeah, we started interning with her for like a year and we'd go like on call kind of. And then we'd go like maybe three times a week. And then from there, we got a taste of the industry and we like absolutely loved it. So we went to like the FITM Counseling Center and they basically just started giving us a bunch of a bunch of internships. So for like a year and a half, like I mean, you guys know, like, we were doing it for free. We just, we did, like, the Jingle Ball fashion show. We did, like, this Oscars after party. And then we did, like, the award shows with E! News and go on set on E! News. So it was, like, we really, like, just were thrown in there. And I remember our first ever job was a photo shoot. And um, the photo shoot was um, 12, no, three days long, 15-hour days. And it was 24 dresses each day. And we're being, like, shoot, like, this is intense. But I was, like oh well like and, you know like you guys know like it's the job is intense but at the end of the day like I wouldn't want to do anything else like I wouldn't want to be behind behind like a computer just typing all day so yeah, I feel like we all have that moment where like it's <laughs> that job where it's so much work and so intense and like so stressful that we're like oh shit <laughs> like this is the should job <laughs> yeah or I'm like uh should I I always love children I'm like should I work with children now and then I spend days with children I'm like never mind I'm just <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's kind of how we started and then um our like our the third year going into FITM was when we got the internship at Rachel Zoe and we um we got like emailed them and then they hired us for like nine months we worked there it was just that was different because we were used to tv and that was more like in the fashion world and it was just like cutthroat like not cutthroat but like just wasn't as friendly as entertainment was. So I loved it. I learned a lot from it, but it wasn't my avenue that I wanted to continue in. Do do you feel like um, that your college experience really helped you get to where you are? And do you think that's still happening and you would recommend that route? Or do you think that um, like for up and coming people who want to be stylists, what would you recommend for them? I guess. Honestly, I feel like times have so changed from like when we were starting out to like now um, I feel like you needed the college degree or you don't like you need the college degree. You needed like some source of like someone like to know somebody. Yeah. But now yeah. it's like Instagram, TikTok. Like, I mean, I don't know TikTok, but like, I feel like social media is basically like the new college. Like, it's like, you can learn so much. I'm like, I'm like, whatever at this point, like, I don't necessarily think that you need to like 
go to a fashion school to be in a fashion industry. You honestly just need to know somebody. Like just a few weeks ago, this girl that I used to coach, I was like a cheerleading coach. She had asked me for advice in going to FITM. And I told her, I was like, the one thing about FITM is like, when you say you go to FITM and you work somewhere, they'll be like, okay, cool. Like you went to FITM, you already have that background. But I was like, you don't necessarily need it. You know, like it's literally who you know now. Like people don't look at resumes anymore. People don't care like what's on your resume. They just want to know like, okay, that person trusted that you could work with me. Okay, I'll do it. You just have to prove yourself. So I don't necessarily like, I always tell like young girls when they ask me, I think the best thing now is like, just like use social media resource because that's where everybody gets their stuff from you know like dming people like i think um i always tell you this story danny michelle i had met her assistant like three years ago she's not her assistant anymore but she and she's actually a stylist now she had um i asked her like oh how did you get the job with danny and she's like dude i literally like basically like harassed her on instagram until she acknowledged me she's like i would literally send her dms i would like write on her pictures and one day Dem- danny was like okay girl like what's up let's check this out because you keep messaging me and she's like and now i'm her assistant and she had never had any experience either so i honestly think like i always tell young girls like, like what should i do and i'm like just like look you could learn a lot through youtube through social media i know like a lot of stylists now like offer like um styling stuff um like tips and stuff um so yeah i think honestly it's like who you know like fitm will help with like resources like it helped us but also like like social media wasn't huge in our time like it wasn't huge for me like I didn't know I could go on Instagram and look up Monica Rose and like DM her um I remember sending an email to Monica Rose's team like I would like to work for you (laughs) but um I think yeah I think it's all up to you and I just think you have to like push yourself and literally kind of make a fool of your not make a fool of yourself but like go above and beyond you could like get where you want to be and don't be discouraged I feel like so many young girls now are getting so discouraged because they see what social media is like and it's like it's not like that and nobody started off like just like oh okay whatever like everyone had their days of hard work yeah definitely I feel like with social media people just see like an instant success and not everything that it took to get there so that's a really good tip for sure 100 and I, even like when I've like used like interns I mean like like you know like, like you guys know like when you like feel like the doer interns like they're not as excited because they don't see like they're like oh well I'm not on set doing that stuff and I'm like that's like the stuff that people show on Instagram like there's so much behind the scenes that you don't see and like that is the actual real work and I feel like a lot of stylists don't show that and it's like it needs to be shown so people understand that so you work mainly in tv can you tell us who you work for um so right now I made the switch like eight or nine months ago I used to work at E Entertainment and then Nine months ago, I made the switch to Access Hollywood. It's really not that big of a switch because it's like the same office, the same studio, same building that I've worked at for the last six or seven years. This month, it either be six years or seven years that I've been with NBCs. I work under NBC. Um, so right now with Access Hollywood, um, like Kit Hoover, Mario Lopez, Zuri Hall, Scott Evans. Um, it's been a great switch for me. I mean, I was at E for six years and I loved it so much. I got like everything I could out of it. I worked with like Julianna Rancic, Morgan Stewart, um, Justin Sylvester, like everyone there. So it was nice. And I think it was a good time for me to like make the switch and like do a new adventure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, TV is, is my thing. 
Can you give us kind of like a day in your life in TV? Because I feel like although we're doing the same job, it's still very different from like freelance celebrity styling. Well, even like E! News to Access Hollywood is different. So it's like everything, every part of styling I'm learning is just so different. Um, And just honestly, who you work with too. Um, So uh, like basically a day in the life of like TV is like um, you should, we show up, we prep the looks. um, Then we wait for the talent to do hair and makeup while they're in hair and makeup. You know, we do paperwork, um, receipts, um, shop. Uh, my day is from like 1130 to like 430 or some days 630 depending on if we have the weekend show um, so with access they have we have our night show that we shoot first and we get all talent ready um, Mario and Kate are usually the main ones on the show um, and then that's that shoots for like maybe 30 minutes and then 30 minutes we get a lunch break um, and from that then they do like their day show but we shoot two episodes in one. It's very confusing, but like we shoot like half of an episode for one day and the rest that day. So they have to change three times. It's like, we always laugh because we're like, it's like telling children to change. Like I'll be like, okay, Mario, this this is the next sweater to change. And he's like, right, we're changing. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, we do this for the last three months. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Um, it's, yeah, it's definitely very different. Just like, let it, like I said, like from switching from e-news to, access it's different um I will say from like other styling things that I've been in tv is more relaxed um and well if you're doing live tv like e was live tv so it wasn't as relaxed like I had to be paying attention at all times and making sure that like on breaks I went in like whenever I work with Morgan like it was funny because like E's very more laid back with like if bras are showing or if like boobs are showing access, like no, 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 none of that, um, which it totally makes sense. But like with like Morgan, there was like one time where like her boobs, like her top was like coming opening and I was like, oh shoot. And like her, her top popped open, like on, t- not like on TV <laughs> and like, it was like no big deal. Like she was like, oh shit. Like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> trouble I was like thank god so like a commercial break I got in like sewed up her top uh but if that happened at access oh my god that whatever but access we don't do live so thank god like we yeah. can step in whenever we want but yeah I would say like from red carpet to like tv on set it's on set is like way more relaxed you just have to watch the screen and then like if anything happens but access talent is very chill very, Are you chill. mainly um, purchasing the wardrobe that you guys are working with or do you still go to show? Yeah. So like, that's like one thing I've learned, like when I was at E, like we did a lot of studio pools, but with access, we purchase a lot, uh, not a lot. We don't purchase a lot, but we do a lot more like, like I have my own card and my boss has her own card and then we'll both go shopping, whatever. And then we come and like show each other our looks. And then like, it's very different because like at E, it was like every week they needed a new look or they wanted a new look, excuse me. Um, but at Access, like, we're able to, like, play with, like, a lot of stuff they already had with, like, new stuff. So it's just, yeah, it's a lot more shopping than studio. I think the only studio we really do is, like, Sherman Oaks Bloomingdale's with okay. Charles and Lynn, like, they're the best. So. Okay, I have a question. <laughs> what are your most used items in your styling kit, like, on set at Access? Um, definitely. So it's weird. So Access, like, on 
E, I always had my kit like wrapped around me. Like everyone made fun of me. I always had it on me. But at Access, like we don't use kits. I mean, we do, but we have like set kits on stage. So like I have one near like the stage manager's desk that I have stuff in the back. Um, but my most used is top stick, uh, safety pins, and like a little sewing kit. Like it's in a, a lint roller, like always. But like, honestly, like I don't really, the thing I use the most is like a sewing kit and then um, safety pins. Yeah, I think mine would be top stick and a lint roller. Yeah, yeah those, those are, like are mine too. Like mm-hmm. I just put like a top stick in my pocket and the lint roller on my other pocket. And then I'll put like some safety pins at the end of my sweater. And then I'm like, all right, here's my kit. <laughs> if you guys don't know what top stick is, it's basically like double-sided tape for clothing. And it like, I think it fixes almost every problem. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny when I tell people, they're like, what's top stick? And I'm like, how do you not know what top stick is? And they're like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> no, if you're not in styling, you don't know. And it's not the um, double stick take like from Target, like in the pink one, like you have to get top stick, like order yes. on Amazon. It's oh, so good. Like literally the best. I remember Actually, one time it was like an emergency and we got one from Target and it was awful. Like it was yeah. like sticking to our fingers. Like, it was absolutely awful. <laughs> I did learn um, this past week, though, that it's not waterproof, so they need to <laughs> figure that out. <laughs> Top stick oh, is shit. not waterproof. <laughs> oh, no. That. Yeah. <laughs> I was on set and we were doing like a rain scene. And yeah, it was. Oh, that sounds tragic. That's like, yeah. like awful. <laughs> I know. So maybe we'll come up out. We'll, we'll come out with the waterproof <laughs> chopstick. Make a million. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> going off on your experience in tv styling what are the other types of styling that you have done um so like I've been in tv for like basically I've been in tv for like nine years now but I have done little things um I will say from working when like the pandemic helped me realize like I could do other things because I was so like glued to E and they really took a lot of my time um but like last winter I think I did a music video that was very interesting definitely a whole other like path from like television very very different um my absolute favorite is doing red carpet like I love doing red carpet um like my sister she loves doing like everyday looks I like doing everyday looks but like red carpets for me like it's that's like a challenge for me it's like give me let's do a million dresses let's get that shoe and that jewelry and do it all in like four days um, or maybe even for my case, when I used to do it with Juliana, it was like a day and a half. Um, but yeah, I think, um, what else? Like I did a commercial that was, I can't even remember. It was a long time ago. Um, I did a reality show that was really, it was like, it was like the weirdest thing. It was like Bigfoot bounty or something. It was like trying to find Bigfoot. It was the weirdest thing I ever did. Like, I don't even like saying that I did it. Um, <laughs> I kind of love that. <laughs> Okay, I love photo shoots, but I get really bored. I think because like since I've been on TV, like it's like has like shorter hours. So like when I'm on photo shoots for like long hours, I'm like, oh man, I'm so tired. Like what we're doing is staring at the person. Like it's definitely <laughs> probably so like it's like red carpet TV and then probably photo shoots next. Um, but I've never done a movie. I've heard those are extremely intense. Um, I don't know if I would ever want to. I think like someone offered me it like during the pandemic and I was like, I don't think I can do that. Like I would love to, but no. Um, 
Yeah, I don't really think just like photo shoots, red carpet and TV are like my main things. What would you say the biggest challenge is of your job in TV? In TV? Um, I would say, I mean, when I was working in live television, it was like making sure like you literally have like 45 seconds to like top stick someone or stitch them up or um make sure like I mean there was like one time where this girl was like um I don't like the way my bra suggested so I literally had to like fix her bra adjust it sew her up and then pin her top in like 45 seconds I don't even know how I did it like I literally was like like I everyone always say funny it's like Ash like you're running around all the time like with your head tucked off I'm like yeah because like they request so much stuff in like a little amount of time oh yeah that would stress um, me out oh my god yeah like, I mean like, like live tv like problem solver where I was like all right I got my stitch already ready just in case someone needs it um yeah access I think like it's it's like I said like, it's a little more chill I think the challenge of mine is literally to make sure they change like I always have to be like, hey guys, this is the time you're changing. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they forget. Um, but I think like the most challenging thing, like in general from my job would be like um, red carpet, last minute requests. Um, like there was like a time where I literally had to change a dress the morning of the Grammys. Um, and I actually learned to like love challenges. Like if it was like, if there's not a challenge in the job, then it's like not fun. <laughs> so like, for instance, like um, my client, like she had scraped her leg um, on the carpet of her soul and the dress that we had a slit in it, but she thought it was on the slit leg. So that morning she's like, actually I scraped my leg. It's a huge bruise. Is there anywhere you could get another dress? And I'm on my way to the Grammys. And we had like, it was four like, hours no. to get ready. <laughs> like some body what? uh body and, uh foundation uh, I don't remember if we were working together at that time I don't think so because you were four because I had a messenger go down to Janet Mandel in um LA and he FaceTimed me the dresses I the messenger yes <laughs> <laughs> and he FaceTimed me the dresses and I was like that one that one and that one he's like all right Ashley I'm on my way so he drove from like a West Hollywood to um Beverly Hills and then she ended up wearing the original dress, but it was fine because I love the original dress. <laughs> Don't just- you love that when you like <laughs> search for one thing and then they end up going with the thing you've had the whole time? I'm like, I want to put you like, face. damn, I'm so proud of myself. Like, I did that. Like, I literally was like, I did that in less than three hours. Like, yeah. <laughs> you also kickstarted that messenger's career. Everywhere, <laughs> 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 I'm like, he's your guy. He's your guy. <laughs> and he's like this old sweet man. Like, he's like, Dory Ashley, I got. I think I like set him like cookies the next day because I was like, thank so that's so cute. cute. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. I never even like thought about the challenges of live TV until you said that. And I feel like that that's almost like an avenue you would have to start in because I cannot imagine like going into live TV now. I feel like I wouldn't have the right mindset because when you're normally on set and it's not live, like I'm like emailing, you know, like I'm on my phone, like emailing the next for whatever else we have to do that day. Like I'm not, I'm paying attention, but like my attention is like during the last looks, you know what I mean? It's not like necessarily the entire time the take is happening. Sometimes it is of course, but like if you have other things to do, like you're always on your phone. I feel like we have to do that. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, TC, like, I would not be able to sew something and top stick in 45 seconds. I, I would just be like, you're on your own. <laughs> I think the best story I have was it was like, um, E news. It was like Kat Sadler and her dress was like wrinkled. I forgot what it was, but it was extremely wrinkled. And in the commercial break, I had to steam her dress with her dress on. No, and I was like, <laughs> literally I remember like my heart was like patting out of my chest like I was like what am I gonna do and I was the only one there so I was like I have to figure this out in my head I was like okay like things straight so I literally ran like turned the steamer on and they're like okay she has like 15 seconds and I was like all right so uh, basically what I did was I shoved like I mean you guys know like you get so handsy with the people like you're like you're like you guys get to each other so well I stuck a towel like up like her like vagina area put the <laughs> towel there and like steamed it over the towel and then I made her like put a towel right here so it wouldn't mess up her makeup and then the whole thing was it I like it I did it and I literally remember walking off and being like oh my god like did I just do that like what the hell yeah but, and don't do that at home because that's the first <laughs> thing you learn not to do in <laughs> styling school it was so crazy so how about um the the little girl Annie that was in the new Annie, she came to set and she had her dress wrinkled like at access. And they were like, Hey, is there any way you could steam it with her wearing it? And I was like, I personally don't want to do that with her wearing it because she's a little girl and I don't want to do that. And her mom's like, or her mom or her publicist, I don't know who she was. She's like, it's fine. It's fine. So I did the same thing. I had one of the, there was like a PA there with me. She like lifted up the dress because she had like shorts under. She lifted up the dress and I literally like put a towel under and I took I was like, and the girl was like, this is so cool. And I was like, please don't burn her. Oh, especially because sometimes like depending on the steamer it can like spit out hot spit, water yeah. well I oh, put yeah. like a sock over it so I was like if it spits like it's fine like that's the other thing I learned like because of like uh tv like the steaming it's like it's it, usually like this it always spits the steamer always spits so um now we put socks over the thing so if it spits it's not um gonna kill someone <laughs> yeah I do that too and it's yeah it's still or how many times out. like have you burned yourself like I'm like oh people my God, be like, oh, yeah. you burn yourself and I'm like this is I'm so used to burning myself from the steamer <laughs> part of the job yeah exactly okay. um what's the most rewarding part of the job you would say I mean I think like you guys know like it's like seeing the final project and like knowing like all those moments that like, all those little things that nobody saw happen like led up to that and like I think one of my favorite ones was like um when I styled Juliana Rancic I would say like I remember she got on Vogue for like Grammys but I think it was my last one I did with her for the Oscars was it last year or the year before um because like I remember being like I remember I saw the dress and I thought that was the dress but then I'm like no I don't know if she's gonna like it and she didn't take pictures on the carpet. And I was like, kind of sad. So I'm like, man, that probably would have gone everywhere. But it, I didn't care. Like, I was like, I knew that that dress like made her happy and everybody loved it. And I genuinely it was my favorite dress. Like I've ever put someone in that. It was like my moment of like, damn, like all of that hard work, like all of those emails, all of those like checking FedEx when they're going to show up and like, just like having racks fall and all of that, like was worth the moment of like, watching her look so put together and so beautiful so I just feel like it's always the final project where you're like damn I could breathe now <laughs> yeah I agree. yeah it always like ends up coming together too because I was with you on that job and I remember like I remember we were 
that what the purple dress like yes, she I was, was like I was a veggie tail say that it was like I'm pretty sure it's like it was the same style of what Kim K is wearing right now I'm pretty sure it was Balenciaga yes, yes, and yes. like with the gloves like full pants and like I don't know what we were thinking like putting but it was purple and I was like yeah and we were like trying all these things and nothing was working and that like surprisingly was like okay and then we put the one that she ended up wearing on and it was just like it just made sense and it was like what the fuck were we thinking I that purple mess I was like if she would wear the purple one because I was like she's done with red carpet that would have been my last thing with her that would have been awful it was literally a Kim K look but in like Barney on Juliana Rancic yes on <laughs> Juliana Rancic and like Juliana's stunning and like tall and tiny so she can pull off anything but like it just was not it like it was yeah. like, we used to have so much fun on those fittings like what, remember there was a fitting that was only like two minutes like I feel like it was like either an hour long or it was like a two minute fitting and it was yeah. like oh shoot <laughs> it was fun though she was I absolutely love her she's the absolute best going off of that um where do you see yourself in five years and do you see yourself doing this forever so I think like we've talked about this like at dinner and stuff like five years ago if you would have asked me this question I would have been like I want to be like the biggest stylist I want to work with like the biggest names you know like Hailey Bieber and all that stuff my life has kind of changed in a really good way. And now I don't really care. Like I love where I'm at. I feel like I'm in such a good place with my career and like in myself um, that I just want to be happy. I want to work for people that appreciate me. I want to like be surrounded by people who are good people. Um, So like in five years, like, I don't know, like, to be honest, like I'm super, like I manifest and super cheesy and stuff, but um. I remember when the pandemic happened, I used to like always write down my goals and I stopped doing that. And it was kind of the best thing I ever did because like, I've never been happier in my life and where I'm at in my life because I stopped expecting things or I stopped putting like a timeline of where I need to be. Um, and I realized that like life, like some of the greatest things that, that happened to me were not part of my plan, like in my career. So it's like, why am I going to put this like label on like, I need to be there in five years when I ideally like in five years want to have like family and uh, family is everything to me so it's like I don't want to be so career driven like I want to be in five years I want to be I kind of want to be where I'm at like I want to still be at access it's a great balance my hours are great like and have like a family life so yeah that's like it's different like it's from a year ago I probably would have said something totally different but a year later I'm like I just want to be happy and work with like good people how do you balance having such a busy work life and social life balance? Um, so once again, the pandemic helped me realize that because I was not prioritizing like work was my whole life. Like it was like what I prioritized, like all I wanted to do was work, 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 work. Um, I didn't prioritize like dating life or, uh, family life for sure. Um, and now I've realized that like, I can do both of it and my dog keeps barking. Um, I could do both of it and like still find the balance. Like you guys said, like it's okay to say no to jobs, especially I think where we are in our careers. Like we've been to like the, the part where you have to say yes to everything. And I think I'm at the point where I'm like, it's okay if I say no, like I don't feel like I'm missing out on opportunity or like I, I would have rather, I think one of like my favorite stories that like I always love to like, 
what was like a, a light bulb in my mind was I was like working a 12 hour day for the Oscars and all my friends were hanging out. And I was like, I had so much FOMO over like, I want to hang out with my friends. Like I, I'm yeah, cool. Like my mom was like, but you're working the Oscars. And I'm like, that's cool. But like, I, I want to be with my friends. Like I want to laugh. I want to, I love my job, but I'm by myself for like 12 days. I was prepping and I was by my, my 12 days, 12 hours. I was prepping and I was by myself. And, um, I remember like my mom was like, I think you should, it was like midnight and I had to be up at like 7am. My mom's like, I think you should just go stop by and say hi to your friends for at least like five minutes. So I went and I remember I started crying because I was like so exhausted and they like fed, literally like they fed me <laughs> and I was there probably like 20 minutes. And then I went home and got up for the morning. But like, I think that made me realize that like family and like now I have a new nephew and I don't ever want to miss out on like anything because of work like it's it's literally not worth it like so many people in the industry too like make it seem like it is life or death you know like so you have yeah, to yeah. them back right then and you have to do this and like it's just not like at literally the end not of the day, it's just clothing <laughs> like it's, it's just not. clothes we're not doing like heart surgery or like brain surgery like we're not that amazing like we're working with clothes and it's supposed I, to be fun. <laughs> I had a friend. He, I still work with him. He works at E, but I still see him all the time. He uh, was an EMT before he started styling. And he's like, we one time we joked. We were like, we're not saving lives. He's like, I, I used to do that. Like, I know what it's like to have that job. This is an over And I was like, yeah, so why? And he's like, but why do I have more fear with this job than I did having the one saving lives? <laughs> That's right. sad. See, we have to change that. Like, that should not be the way it is. It seriously. should not be that way. It's no. just a damn outfit. Yeah. <laughs> That's a crazy change, though, in career. <laughs> I know. Wow. <laughs> was like I think I would have kept the other one that's where you go <laughs> he's like this one is this one's more intense I'm like yeah I would crazy. rather save lives than yeah <laughs> be a stylist <laughs> I don't I don't know I wouldn't be able to handle like the vomit uh-uh. I'd go home I'd have to go to <laughs> therapy because witnessing that stuff <laughs> yeah that'd be terrifying I mean also you have to go to therapy being a stylist <laughs> right I think we could Every all Thursday. <laughs> I just started therapy like a year ago and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I'm like, why did I do this a long time ago? Same. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I hear. I've never done therapy, but I think it's also like, I don't want to, I don't know. Like I have fear about like talking about well, my things. girls from where you are. You should go see her. I just do zoom. She's like, we become like BFFs. Like she's I do friends. zoom too, but you're also like a therapist, Janelle. Like, I feel like you, therapize you are. Me all the time. <laughs> that's, I know. I feel like I'm so good at like talking to people and like bringing out and like giving advice that like, I don't want I know I could benefit from therapy. I'm not saying like and anyone can. Yeah, of course. Like I'm such a huge advocate for it, but I just don't think I need it. And I feel like once I need it, like I'll go, you know, yeah, like, if you know, you know, when you need it. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> when you hit rock bottom. <laughs> like you just you just have to go your body your mind everything will tell you when you have to go yeah that's so funny um okay well let's get into some more like fun rapid fire questions you want to ask the first one Mariah yeah okay so if you only if you could only have five pieces of clothing what would they be uh a staple like jacket so probably like a leather jacket um good uh quality boots I'm like counting in my head five you said yeah Yeah. uh boots um a designer purse uh a turtleneck 
I love turtlenecks. Um, and even if it got hot, I just cut off the sleeves. Um, <laughs> and then my last one, oh, I need pants. Um, my last one would be, oh my God, I become obsessed with Spanx leggings. Like I love oh, their leggings. I wear them. They are my friends and I stole them. I didn't steal them from her, but I borrowed them. And then I bought her new ones because I've been wearing yours every single day. So here you go. But um, I would live in those forever. I could, I literally lived in them while I was sick with COVID. <laughs> no, I have so many pairs of the Spanx leggings. And then I have like the patent leather ones. Oh my God. Yes. So I'm cute. scared to get those. I feel like I'm going to be like, my thighs are like a little, I have thighs. So I'd love to be squeaky. <laughs> no, you just have to put oil in between your legs. Okay. Because I like on everyone. so badly. <laughs> everyone needs them. They're like amazing. They make like your legs and just like your butt looks so the good. The butt look amazing. Yeah. I don't have yeah. any. What the heck? Am I sleeping on space? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you had to wear one designer for the rest of your life, what, who would it be? Um, I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. I've never been much of like a habit designer that I love. I really don't. Like I just kind of just like, I like multiple pieces. I like designer and then also like an inexpensive thing. Um, Let's say like money wasn't a budget. Like this, this designer would just like give you clothes anytime you needed it. We're living in a fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) We're Haley Bieber. (laughs) Oh God. I wish I was there. Okay. Well, we'll do, do you know yours, Mariah? We'll give yours and then I'll, I can give mine. I just thought like probably Y project because they're like cool street style. I don't even know if you guys know them, but that sounds fun though. Yeah. They're like, I have like cool pants and like just cool tops, like for street style wear. I don't know. I I feel like I'd wear that more than any like other designer. So probably Y project. I think if I had, Ooh, the first one that came to mind was Celine because they, Oh my God, it came to mind too. But then I was like, I don't know, maybe not, but like they have so many good like jeans and blazers. And I feel like if I'm not in leggings, I'm wearing like jeans and a blazer. It always looks rich. Yeah. Yes. And they have a lot of like really good t-shirts and like really good basics. So I think I would, I would say Celine probably. That was one of mine too. I thought about it and I was like, probably Celine, probably mine then too. Cause it's just like very classic, rich looking. Yeah, like I would it's be that big. Really nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to do the next one, Mariah? Um. Yes. Dream client. Oh, I mean, so my I have a friend. He's like a photographer, and we we like we do like hashtag road to, uh, road to Vogue hashtag road to Haley Bieber. That would be my dream client, Haley Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> which you got to work with um I'm so jealous yeah she's um, iconic so yeah, nice she's so sweet so even if I just like got to like do like be at a shoot with her like she just seems such like a, a great person to work with yeah she looks good in everything um mm-hmm. yeah okay New York City or LA 100% New York City I freaking <laughs> love that place now that I've had COVID I kind of want to book a trip like next weekend and go oh my god God. if you do like i'll come too like we'll all go i'm serious i want to go favorite piece in your closet at the moment oh my god there's like i want to say there's like three things that i keep wearing uh for sure the spanks i literally wear them all the time um and then um there's a jacket i keep wearing what i my spanks oh it's just one yeah just like your (laughs) (laughs) Just like your favorite one. You can do like uh, the Spanx and then like a, yeah, the jacket you're talking about. But what's the designer? Probably just the Spanx, honestly. Like okay. I wear them to like every, because I have the ones that are like the shiny ones. So I wear them like 
casual and then I like dress them up and then my favorite thing in the world and again more <laughs> yes um okay best dressed celebrity of all time in your opinion oh um my god this COVID brain is really getting me I like always have my iconic person um I don't know I will say there's like somebody that I freaking love like I always look to her like old school I mean Audrey Hepburn obviously is like classic look um best celebrity now I would say um shit I can't fucking think I mean Haley Bieber I feel like she always nails it but there's like a person that I just admire and I can't think of it right now like even they have like the most simplest dress on and it's like gold because I love simple Mm -hmm. I don't like a bunch of stuff and a lot of busy stuff um I'd probably say Haley Bieber. She's like my favorite icon right now of like fashion. Or I always love Danny Michelle, the way she styles her clients. Uh, I mean, Courtney, it's like it's a little going into like the Travis Sparker area, but whatever. Um, so I would say probably, I don't know. And then I, my iconic, like I love like Celine Dion. She always goes out there with her shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like there's somebody I'm missing, but I can't think of them. <laughs> well, that kind of ties into the next question, which is your favorite stylist of the moment. My favorite stylist of the moment, I would have to say is, what's his, okay, I'm going to say it wrong, but I love uh, Jason Bolden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He, I mean, I think the way he dresses people, he like always nails it. Like, um, I agree. He always looks so good, like mm-hmm. so good from head to toe. I mean, um, Law Roach, right? That's uh, Zendaya's. Like, yeah, you know, he pulls it. Like, she could literally wear anything, and he makes it look so good on her. I would say, um, Danny, but I feel like I haven't seen a lot of her stuff recently. Um, I feel like she was like out there, and then I know she had a baby, so I feel like I haven't seen a lot. She used to be my favorite. She was. Yeah, like, I feel like her clients aren't going right now either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know she has like Marin Morris, I think. Um, but she, I mean, I love her because her pieces, like the way she dresses people, it's very like classic and like not crazy and wild. Um, but yeah, I would probably say Jason Bolden, I think, is his last name. He's really, really good the way he nails yeah. it. Yeah, and I also I think going back to the best dress celebrity of all time, I think it's of our time right now, my choice would be Zendaya. Oh, 100%. Like, she kills all her looks. I feel like she's, like, one for, like, red carpet. Like, not every day, though, because we don't see her, like, every day. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Yeah, I think she's too famous to be, like, out every day, though. Like, she doesn't need to be paparazzied. Yeah. She's her man, too. Do you guys know who Rosie Huntington is? Yes. No. I feel like she is so chic all the time. Like, I love, love her Is she a stylist or a No, she's a celebrity. She's a model. Ooh, I want to look her up. Rosie yeah. what? Rosie, Rosie Huntington. Huntington. Rosie? Rosie? Yeah. Oh, what's a beautiful name. Yeah. I'm to look her back there and see. Yeah, no, she's stunning. No, I love her too. Okay. Well, we are kind of at the end of the episode. And mm-hmm. we have a question that we are going to ask every guest. And we'll also, we've never talked about this before. So we'll also give our answers. Um. But it is, if you were on death row, what would your last meal be? 100%. A number three from In-N-Out, extra crispy bun <laughs> and grilled onions. And make sure that the fries aren't crispy because they always do that when I ask for the extra crispy bun. Like I could eat In-N-Out every single day of the day. 
But wait, what about your drink? What would you like? Would you have alcohol um, or so I soda? don't. Because I only drink alcohol or water. I don't drink soda or like any sweets. Um, I only drink alcohol or water. <laughs> <laughs> and my alcohol drink is vodka water with three limes. She's um, uh, she's gluten free. <laughs> I think you would gluten free. Oh, I hate it, but. Whatever. You can't drink I, water for your death row meal. That's just not. No, no, no. I would say I would probably do, I would probably do something that like I can't normally drink. So like I'd probably do like a, I'll do a shot of tequila. Ooh. And Janelle has seen you with a shot of tequila and it is not <laughs> good. It's not good. She'll be thrown up be, in a trash can in the electric I really chair. I <laughs> used to be tequila Ashley and she is a whole different person. Um, and I didn't bring her out. I stopped her in 2019 and then on my 28th birthday, I think I thought it was 21 again. And that was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I love that. You like quickly knew. I thought it was going to be a tougher decision, but in and out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to get that after this probably, but I don't really have a lot of taste right now. But <laughs> um, What about you, Mariah? What is your death row meal? Oh, uh, you know, I think I would, I'm going to be like boring, but I would definitely want my mom's chicken enchiladas and her fideo and then a bottle of tequila and a bunch of limes like I would need the whole bottle because I'm like not going down if I'm not like same I would need the whole bottle yeah (laughs) a shot does nothing for me (laughs) you just actually kill yourself I know I just hate it out before then yeah if not then I'm dead (laughs) yeah that's so funny what about yours um I think I would do like a really, I I don't know. It's tough. It would definitely be a noodle dish. It'd either be like vegetarian pho or um, like a really good pasta dish, like an Italian dish. And then a spicy margarita with tahini. Ooh, that sounds so, so good. That does sound good. Yeah. That's like my dream meal is like a really good Italian pasta with a spicy margarita. Oh, oh, okay. Well, we're so never going to be on death row, so that will never happen to us. <laughs> <laughs> but if it is, I'm ready for my meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I'm so sad this is over. I had so much fun. Oh, me too. This was so fun. Well, thank you guys for having me. I had so much fun. I'm sad I have to leave. <laughs> I know. We'll do it again. We'll do like a part two, but like we'll do like dating stories or something. Woo! Oh my God. I never sent you in. Remember, I was like, oh, I have so many stories when you guys did that podcast on the dating thing. Yeah. never sent or like whatever. I forgot what it was. But the worst dates. Oh, wait, Janelle, we have to do a part two of that. We will a hundred percent. Yeah. Stories because I have a really Okay. Perfect. Yes. All right. <laughs> well, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.